the bottom of Mem Tes Ahmed Bey's five lines up, Divisu the Rabbi Yehuda, the wife of Rabbi Yehuda, Nafkas, she went out, Noktas Imra, she took, she bought, she got some wool, of the Glima, she made a baguette, and the Hutvias, a very Choshevet baguette, with the wool, Kadnafkis Lishuka, when she would go out to the shock, Nechasive, she would wear it. Bechad Nafik of Yehuda Litzluye, when Yehuda would go out to Davin, he would wear it and Davin. So apparently he wasn't so rich, he only had one baguette, and his wife wore it when she went out, and he wore it when he went out to Davin. So you see, that, that was the situation that Yehuda Mamish didn't have any money. And still, Bechad Mirsibe, when he used to wear it, he would make a bracha, Baruch Shatani Me'il. Benched is the Rebbeinu Shalom, they gave me a meal, they gave me a chash of a baguette. So you see again, what do you say? Ah, so frakt, Reb Ben Tzir, L'chayr, there's an Isser of L'Silvash Gever. What does Dailam hold about that Shiloh? L'chayr, there should be an Isser of L'Yiyak L'Gever, Alisha, L'Yilvash Gever, Simlas Isha. L'chayr, there should be an Isser for a man to wear women's clothing and a woman to wear man's clothing. So what's the pshat, what does Dailam want to say? Obviously, it wasn't miyuchin. It's only something that's miyuchin for a man and a woman. There's no iser for a man to wear something that a woman can wear. The point is, if it's miyuchin for a bagadisha, then it's aser for a woman to wear. But if it's something that could be either work for either one, so then the halacha is mutter. Apparently, that's the shop. So maybe there was a lot of wear. So the kids are, he made the bracha. He appreciated this one. If we would have this achmon al-Islam, we would say, Oi, nebuchdik. And uh, we're so pathetic, but he appreciated the fact that he had this meal. Zimna Chada one time, Gazerib Shimgam Liel, Tanisa, so Vigdemiller said, points out that that's the reason why he was Eicha to be Eilo the Gedula, like Chazal say, that he was Roisha Medabrim, Machalakim, is Dr. Vigdemiller because of his attitude. person that has a positive attitude is Eicha to be Eilo the Gedula, like we said many times, your situation is dictated. By your attitude, a person that thinks he has the worst situation possible will live forever in that fantasy. Yes, you might have a difficult situation, but don't think you're the only one that's in that situation. And the more a person maximizes his situation, the worse it gets. And a person has to realize your attitude very much dictates what your situation is going to be. And therefore, a Yehuda that had a very uh, positive attitude was Zaycha to be able to do That's a big number of says. Not my word, this is what. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm sorry. Zimna Chada one time, Gazeb Shimon Gamliel Tanisa. Shimon Gamliel was Gazer Tainis. Rabbi Yehuda Yasa, the Bay Tanisa. Rabbi Yehuda didn't come, didn't have anything to wear. Amr and Lai, they said, Layis like Yisuya. Layis like Yisuya. They told Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel was the Nasi. They told Shimon Gamliel that he doesn't have anything to wear. Who is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel's son? Anybody know? Shimon Gamliel, who is his son? He had a very famous son. Shimulil's son was Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Rabbeinu HaKadosh's father was a Shimulil. So Shimulil, he was the contemporary of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi, Rabbi Yehuda Anasi was a Talmud of Shimon Yichai, who was a contemporary of Rabbi Yehuda. So Shimulil, was, was his father, was a contemporary with Rabbi Yehuda and of Shimon Yichai. They all live at the same time. Rabbi Shimulil's father, Rabbi Yehuda, was a contemporary with the Derabe, Rabbi Akiva, of Lazim That was the earlier generation. But here we have the next generation of Shimon So he made a Tainus. He was the Nasi, he made a Tainus. Rabbi Yehuda didn't come to the Tainus. The army, they said, like Suya. 
He doesn't have anything to wear. Shadr leglima. They sent him a baguette. Veloy kabil. He didn't want to accept the baguette. Everybody said there's a big yisoid this gemara. Why? Why do you want to accept the baguette? So he showed him like this. Dali tzifsa. He lifted up his mat that he was sitting on. He told the shliach, Look what I have under this mat. So the, the Rishadim say that there was gold under the mat. It was Nisim. The Mashim showed that he had gold. I don't want to have enough in this world. It's an amazing thing. That means if the Rishadim gave it to me in the normal way, I'll take it. That comes from the Mashim. But for me to take a gift from somebody else, that I'm not going to take. The person says, why is it that these people struggle so much? Yeshivas struggle so much. person that seems to be such a good person. He's learning. The Baruch should send him Parnassah. He could have the same kasha on Rabbi Yehuda. Yishim has no shortage of Parnassah. If he wanted to send Rabbi Yehuda Parnassah, he could have been a millionaire. But his Avayda was to live like this and still be Ayyad Yishim in such a situation. And he demonstrated it by lifting up the mat and showing that he was a millionaire. He just didn't want to take it. He took what the Rebbeinu Shalom handed him. Like we say, I'm a person who wants to come from the Rebbeinu Shalom. How do you know what's coming from the Rebbeinu Shalom and what's not? Whatever is considered a normal way to come. For the Nasi, to send you a beggar because you can't show up. To the Tainus, that is not considered something that you would be a normal way the Rebbeinu Shalom would send it to you. And therefore, he refused to accept it. But if he would make Parnassah in his job and get what he and get uh, uh, whatever he needed, so then he would take it. That's what he means. Because he would have enough in this world. He wore the beggar. But the to the beggar is something that came from him. And this is something that uh, that came from the Rebbeinu That directly from the Rebbeinu or something that was like a gift from somebody else, and that he did not want to accept. Rabbi Akiva, we had this in Subis, a similar story. And the Gemara over here has a few di- differences between that story and this story. But the famous story of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva is Skadshislay, Brate de Kalba Savua. Rabbi Akiva became a Kudashas to the daughter of Kalba Savua, who was the Grace Agvir. Shama Kalba Savua, Kalba Savua heard, he got so upset. Adra Hanamikal Nechse, he answered, Hana from Oz Nechasim. Oslov in Sivalei Besisla, she went and she married him in the winter. Havagana they were only able to sleep in a place of, in the, in the straw house, they had no place to sleep. Havakamankitle Tivna in Mazia, she pulled out Tevin from, he, he was pulling out Tevin from his wife's hair, because her hair got full of Tevin. Amalai said, Ihavoili, if I will be Zaycha to make, to have, to get wealth, like I'll see, Rabbi Kiva became very wealthy. Raminolech Yerushalayim to the Hava. I will get for you a Yerushalayim Shel Zohab, which was considered a very Chashiva ornament that women, Chashiva women used to wear. And the Gemara actually says that the wife of Rabbi Akiva, he he got wealthy and he bought his wife a Yerushalayim Shel Zohab. And the wife of Rabbi Gamliel got jealous and she said, why don't you buy it to me? And he said that she did, that she earned it because of this story. She was Mason Efesh. For Taya, and therefore she earned it when a wife is Maisa Nefesh that the husband should learn Taya, she gets gifts because of it. And either the husband buys her the gift or the Rabbanishlam sends her the gift. But a wife that's Maisa Nefesh for Taya, tremendous chus for a wife, and that's why we keep his wife, Wazeicha, the Mark Marva, he doesn't say it, but the Maisa, that's why she can talk about her. It's a Mark Chavis, that he talk about her. Also, Elio, Elio came, Eid me Lohaim Ka'anosha. He came and he appeared like a man. He could carry above it. He knocked on the door. 
Amalo, he said, Homily Porta the Tivna, give me some tavern, some straw. The Yaldis, it see my wife gave birth. The Lusli Midam Laguna, I don't have anything to let her sleep on. So the kid, sir, he, he demonstrated that he was poorer than them. See a person see a person that doesn't even have Tevin. Apparently his point was to Mechazik them. That's why he knocked on the door. He appeared to Mechazik them and their Matzev. Now the Rebunisham could have sent their money, but he didn't. The reason why the Rebunisham doesn't send the person to Yeshua is not because he can't, is because he knows it's not good for you. And that's why he didn't. Just remember that. person struggling with something. Struggling with a child, struggling with a health issue, struggling with a person struggling with something, you have to remember the reason why you're struggling is not because the Rebbe can't figure out a way to help you out. It's because this is the best thing for you currently, and of course you have a dachan, that the Rebbe is going to pull you out. But when a person accepts his situation, first of all, he gets the ticket that he needs, and second of all, he gets pulled out of the situation. So the kids there, so the, 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 the Leonov gave, gave them some chizik, Palamaisa, he didn't get, they didn't get money yet. Omrele, she said to him, Zil, Havi Beirav, go to the base Medish. Azul Tarti, sorry, Shonin, Kamei, the Rebbe Yezer, Rabbi Yeshua, like we said many times, Rabbi Akiva was a Talmud of Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. He went to learn 12 years in front of Rabbi Yezer and Rabbi Yeshua. Lamish, Lam Tarti, sorry, Shonin, the end of 12 years, Kaasa Lamesi, he started coming home. Shon Menachayi, basically, he heard behind his house, to Kaamala Chad, Roshel, and Visu. A Russia told his wife, Shapir your father did good. First of all, he's not right for you. This this man that left you, he's not he's not a chashman for you. But she was a princess. She was a daughter of one of the biggest Kabbalah was one of the biggest Gvirim Yishlan. He left you on Amana when he's alive. The kids, he left you alone. Cool and shun in all these years. The kids, this guy was called a Russia. Why was he called a Russia? Because if you if you try to destroy a person's aliyah in Ruchnius, you're called a Russia. But anyway, that's so he was called a Russia. Well, the Gazak was called a Russia because of this conversation. We're going to see later. He's also called a Russia. But Agapotami said that he's not right for you. It's a good thing. Your father wrote off all your Nechassim. All his Nechassim. Amrlai, he saw his She said, if you listen to me, Halihave Tati, sorry. He'll be there another 12 years. So the kids heard, he heard that. Omar, he heard that. Hoyo, he obviously Rishusa. Since I have Rishus, he had their lachayre. He turned immediately around. He did not even go inside because 12 and 12 is not 24. You have to have 24 years straight. So the kids heard, he heard it and he turned around and he went back. He went back. He went back for 12 years. Oh, another 12 years. Also, the Estrin, Barabob, Alfin, Zugi, Hav. What's your name? Who is this? Who is this? Mr. Weinstock. Mr. Weinstock, yes. It's much easier to hear you when you're next door to me, yeah? It's much easier when you're not, it's hard to hear through the computer, yeah? So that's a good child. doesn't say clearly the Gemara. Bederach Klal, 12, is a misbar shalim in certain areas. For example, we have 12 shvatim. Bederach Klal, 12, is a misbar shalim, and that's why he uh, put, could be, that's why you, we had 12,000, uh, uh, 24,000 zuki tamid, like we'll see in a minute. But apparently, l'chair, that was the bar of 12. doesn't say clearly why he went 12. The Gemara in Tzubis discusses how long a person could go for, that's why we have this Gemara in Tzubis too. It doesn't say clearly 
why he went 12. I would imagine 12 is considered a mispashalim. Like the 12 shratim, for example, 12 months of the year is a reason why it's a mispashalim. In short, because four is a, is it like the shvatim were broken up into groups of three, like the four in the gullum. There's four directions of the world, there's four midas that control the world, north, south, east, and west. Each one represents a different midah, and each midah has in it three aspects of it, and that's where the number 12 comes from. Each shavit is broken into groups of three, like we see by the Degalim, and that's what is 12 shvatim, so like 13 shvatim, which is achad, but 12 represents a misbar shalim of a davar shalim, and that's possible why he went 12. But the, 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 I didn't see the shayim while they speak why he went 12. So he went, he went another 12 years, and he came back. So there's a big discussion. Did he have 24,000 peers, or did he have 24,000 Talmudim? In Subas, it just says he came back with 24,000 Talmudim. Here in Adarim, it sounds like he had 24,000 peers of Talmudim. Not clear. But Hamia, I have a Shiloh. When he came the first 12 years, did he have 12,000 Talmudim? No, he came by himself. Came by himself. So it's a Pelagazah. That means a person went 12 years, he had no Talmudim, no Hatzlacha. Their British law made punked at that time that the Russian was whispering to his wife. He got the message. The person has to get the message. The Russian sent you a message. He went back and then he got 24,000 Kinegan all 24 years. The guy has to remember, sometimes he works very hard on something. He doesn't see Hatzlacha and he pushes and he pushes. He doesn't see Hatzlacha. You have to realize that the time will come that you'll see the Hatzlacha. Don't trap the ball. He went 24 years, and at the end of the 24 years, then he was Zeichem to his 24,000 Talmidim. And the Gemara Yavama says that the old died. So that means not only did Rabbi Akiva have a, 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 a terrible, uh, I won't call it a downfall, a terrible disappointment when the first 12 years, when he wasn't, nothing happened for him really. I mean, he came to Tabakacham, but he didn't have all those Talmidim. And after 24,000, he thought he had mommy, she hit the peak, and then they all died. And still, Rabbi Akiva persevered and taught the Talmidim that we know today, all the Mishnayis are from the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva. Who are the Talmidim of Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Lazar ben Shemua, Rabbi Shem ben Yechai from Meiron. Everyone have Shem ben Yechai from Meiron? He also learned, he also learned. Besides being in Meiron, he also learned Tayyar Shem ben Yechai, who was a big Talmud Chacham. He used to learn Tayyar too. And, who was the last one? Rabbi, who oh, I missed one. Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yaisi. Rameir, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Shimon, and Rabbi Lazar and Shemua, basically most Mishnahis consist of these five Talmidim, and that was the Hatzlacha of Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva is considered the Moisar of Tayyar Shabbat Peh, the individual that basically in his lifetime, they would have called him a Yitzlach for 40, he didn't learn anything. The first 12 years, his wife was Moisar Nefesh, she had nothing, and he still turned around and went back. He had 24,000 Talmidim, and then they all died. And then finally, he had his final five, but Lamaisa, the final five is Shemihem Yatza Tayyar Yisrael, Adav A person has to remember the reason why you have challenges is to be able to overcome them. A person that doesn't have challenges is not Matzliach in life. A big Mutzlach always has challenges. Remember that. Just like a guy that wants to lift weights. If you want to become a big muscle bodybuilder, you got to have a lot of heavy weights on your bar, whatever they call those things. You have to add weights. And if you're not going to add weights, you're never going to have. Uh, you're never going to build your body, quote unquote. You want to build your neshama. Your benisham has to send you weights, so you can make your own weights. You get up in the morning. You make some efforts to learn. That's your own weights, or the benisham can put weights on you. Either way, but I can put it up to a person. You have to have weights if you're going to just lift the same ten pounds your whole life. Your muscles are going to disintegrate.
big Yisoy, but that's Rabbi Akiva. Lamaisa, he was Zaycha to be the Maisa Atoya, but he didn't get pulled down by his situation. Nothing, Kuliyamala pay. Everybody went to greet the God Ladar. Not the Afi, Kamas, Lamekamape. She also went to greet her husband. So, of course, he came back to Russia. He said, Where do you think you're heading? You think they're going to be good or you? Amrullah is the first, he said. That's what the Eitzhah works. First, he tells you, Ah, you're a garnished, meaning Abi Akiva is a garnished. And now, he said, Now he's such a great person, he's not going to look at you. So, make up your mind. Is he a great person or is he a garnished? The answer is it depends. If the Eitzhah wants to come into the Yara garnished, and that's what's going to work, he'll come into the Yara garnished. And the next day, he'll tell you, You're such a great guy that you don't have to do anything. In the top of the world. It's just two different ways of approaching it. It's all the Yitzhar. Sabikitzer, he told her, she's so, Yabikim is so great, he's not going to be good as you. Amrulay, she said, Yedeat Sadik Nefesh Behemtoi. The Sadik knows the Nefesh of his Behema. Bikitzer, the Sadik knows who's really the source of his Hatzlach, his Rebbitzin, who's helping him out. He's the Yedeat Sadik, he understands it. And Mela, he'll be the Kabbali. Asis she came to see him. The Rabbana were pushing her away. Leave her. This is not a metaphor. This is not a nice term that you hang on a bracelet or on a necklace. This is something that's very, very important concept. used to say that his wife is going to pull him out of Gehenna. Because he's going to come to Elam Abba, and everybody knows that he's not. Everyone thinks he's a Galadar, but in Shemayim they know that he's really not. So he's going to come to God Elam Abba, and they're going to say, Rabbiin, straight to Gehenna. And then his wife is going to say, Excuse me, man, they told me that my husband was a Galadar. I worked hard because I thought he was a Galadar. I deserve Galadar. So they're going to take, this is what Salman said, they're going to take my Rabbi they're going to put her in Elam Abba. And then she's going to say, Achaspa, I'm going to sit in Elam Habo. And my husband's going to sit in Gehenna. That's not Elam Habo. So they're going to pull him out of Gehenna. So he's going to be Zaycha to come into Elam Habo in the slot of his Rebbitzin. A person has to realize that the Rebbitzins don't get any covet for anything that they do. And they just put in the effort. And the husbands get the covet. And therefore, this chos, in a certain sense, is Shali, Vishalachem, Shalahu. They shouldn't forget that a person constantly. And that's why Gabriel Tzvi gave his wife such a beautiful, beautiful gift, but then he got for free. That doesn't count. But anyway, let's go to Gishma. Shama, Kalba, Sabua, Kalba, Sabua heard. Also, the Ishal Nidre, he came, he was Shail on his nether, the Ishtri, and he was Maturid. So he was allowed to give Abi Akiva a lot of wealth, and Abi Akiva became wealthy. Oh, that's another piece we left out. Abi Akiva was very poor. So that's also a very, a very uh, distracting, very disappointing. He had no money. But then he was a tremendous and became very wealthy. The Gemara says, Min shis mili, he asked Rabbi Akiva from six things, Rabbi Akiva became rich. Min kalba sabua, from kalba sabua, because after he was mad, there was another. He gave all his money to Rabbi Akiva. Min eila desvinasa, from the eila desvinasa, like in the front of the ship. If you ever see those old fashioned ships, they used to have like a figure in the front of the ship. They used to fill it, it was like for like spooks. It was like a good cement for the ship. So they used to fill it sometimes with gold. And the Chal Svina Asa, Avdan Lehman Eina, every Svina they would make like this thing in the front of the ship. Zimn and Chal, the one time on Shu Al Kefiyama, they forgot it. Uh, the riverbanks, Asa Huashkeche, he came and he found it. So Meli got rich from this Ela, this Svina Asa. That's the second way he got rich. Umin Gavza, a box, he got rich from the Zimn and Chal, the one time. Yahav Arba Zuzul Isfunoi, he gave four 
Zuzim to sailors. Bring me something. So they, these people used to do that. They give money to a sailor. And so they, they, these chavis used to travel around. So he said, bring me Apis. They only found the Lagavza al Yama. They found a box on the riverbanks. I see all they brought it to him. Amalei. Ovid Marna. Alei. So Lush the the Amalei Yavid Marna. Alei. Because they tell they they brought in this box and they and and apparently they opened it up. Ishtakach to have a molly dinner. They found out that it was full of dinarim. So Mela he got wealthy from this uh, box that they found on uh, on the river. How did it become so wealthy? What why is there so much money in the box? The Zimna Chada one time, Tavas Vinase, a ship sank, the Kula Yiska Hamaches Bahogavza, all the money from the ship was inside this, this, um, this, uh, box, the Ishtaka, Zimna, and they found it at that time. Maybe Kitsur Abikiva found it at that time. The sailors found it at that time. So the Kitsur, they thought that it was garnish. That's why they told them, wait here, uh, we're going to bring you something else. But Lamaisa, it was, uh, they became very wealthy. From this box, umin dasrukisa, dasrukisa, umin dimin dasrukisa. Period. This part of the story. Vishdakach was in dimin dasrukisa. It came kilu from some uh, people, some Yishmaelim. Uh, I think they translated. But the kids are that's how they found this box, and that's how the box came from. That's how the became rich. Umin matrunisa from a girl, a shiksa, a goyish woman. So the Ran brings the story that one time they needed money and they borrowed money. From a wealthy Gaish woman, and she wanted an Ariv, and Abi Akiva said that the Hakadish Baruch and the Yam are the Arabim, and then the Maisa, the time came to pay up, and he didn't, Abi Akiva didn't come, he was sick, but he couldn't he couldn't come, because of course he would have came to pay, but he didn't come because he was sick, and the Rabbi Shalom sent uh, the, the daughter of the king, went crazy, and threw a box of money into the water, and it went to this shiks that got the box, and she basically the, the Yam. Pay back the debt, and then Abi Akiva came to pay back the debt. After he got better, he came to pay back the debt, and she said that the British already paid up, and she gave him all the extra money, and Amela, that's why he became wealthy. Umin Ishtai shall Turnus Rufus from the wife of Turnus Rufus, who Pashtus, it's a big discussion who this individual was, but Pashtus, he was the leader of the Romans, the king of the Romans, or a big general of the Romans, and he ended up marrying, she ended up marrying Rabbi Akiva, which is a discussion for itself. The Arizal, they quote from the Arizal, say that she was a Gilgal of Dina, and and Akabekiva was a Gilgal of Shechem. Big discussion. That's why it says by Akabekiva Yotzin Echad. It says that he he died by saying the word Echad. And the Sfarim say if you look at the parsha of Dina and Shechem, there are three words that the Torah repeats when it discusses the relationship between Dina and Shechem. It says a lashon of Ahava. Vayehav, Lashon of Ava, says Lashon of Choshak, Choshak, Achamar said, my son is Choshak, Bevitchem, and it says, Vatidbak, Lashon of Dvuka, which is why I'm saying, Ahuva, Chashuka, and Dvuka are three terms that the Rebbe Shalom refers to his relationship with Kalei Yisrael. Echad stands for Ahuva, Chashuka, and Dvuka, the Swarm right, and therefore Rabbi Akiva, who was a Gilgal, that's what the Arizal says. Mela, the wife, marrying the wife of Tunus Rufus was a tikkun keilu on the story of Shechem and Dina. And Mela, he married her and he became very wealthy. When he married her, she was very wealthy. Umin, this was, I guess, at, this was after his original wife, Rachel, the first wife. Umin, Ketiyah Bar Shalem. And from Ketiyah Bar Shalem, <coughs> which is a story 
in Mesechis Avaydezora. Bezrashem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Chof Dalit Sivan Tashin Pehei. Somebody that comes on your test Kislev Tashin Pei Gimel. Will Bezrashem come today? Is he at Kislev? Not because. But Bezrashem, we say Tashin today. Bezrashem will come on Chof Gimel. What do we say? Chof Dalit Sivan. Tavshin Pehei in Yerushalayim Hamenuyah. Amen. Over there we're going to see about Ketia Bar Shaul. It's actually in the beginning of Masechta. Staf Yudah Maseches Avedizari. He was a ger. Interesting story about him. But anyway, he gave all his money to, or part of his money at least, to Rabbi Akiva. And that's Rabbi Akiva became rich. So from all these six, six things, Rabbi Akiva became rich. Rav Gamda, the Gemara says an interesting, another, uh, another uh, uh, similar story. Yahiv Dalit Zuzi Lisfunai, he gave four Zuzim to a sa- to sailors, Lasui Bahimida, to bring something, Layash they didn't find anything. Asuale behind Kupa, they brought a monkey, they only found the monkey. Ishtamet, the monkey ran away. Allah it went into a hole. Khafru Basre, they dug after it. Ashkahu, they found the Reveal Margalaisa. It was holding a diamond, a pearl. I seen him like Kulan. They brought it to him, and, then, and he became rich from this monkey. Amrale, very, very important story of this book. Amrale, we had in Titus. Amrale Bas Kesar, Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. Bas Kesar told Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya was the Rabbi Yeshua that we quoted before, who was the Rabbi of Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. So the Kesar, the daughter of the Kesar, told Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya. Taira Mifuara Biklimachur. She said such a beautiful Taira in a Klimachur and such a disgusting Kaylee. Really? I thought Yeshua, when he woke up in the morning, he combed his hair on the river, no? He did that then. Apparently, it seems like he didn't. Apparently, he didn't comb his hair in the mirror and he did not look so handsome. Listen to this Gemara. So she said, such a beautiful Taira and such a disgusting Kaylee. Amalai, she said, learn from your father's house. Where do they keep the wine? She said in Cheres, in Clay Cheres, in old, in disgusting Galem, in Clay Cheres, not a nice Galem. Everybody keeps it in Pachra, and you also keep it in Pachra. doesn't pass, you're the king. You shouldn't, you shouldn't put your wine in Cheres. You should put it in containers of gold and silver. She went and she listened to him. Uh, sorry, it's spoiled. You can't keep wine in Mani de Kasavadav. It's going to spoil. She said the tire is also like that. If a guy makes himself all to put, he is not going to be able to be kind of tired. If I remember that true. There's plenty of people that are very beautiful and they know how to learn. If they wouldn't be so handsome, they would not be, they would have no, they would know more. Big aside, Hatzlacha in physicality leads many times to a negative in spirituality. Now, as far as I say, it means that they're busy with their looks. A person that's busy with his looks is a disgust. Guys, Mashim created a person, he's a handsome fellow. It's not the end of the world. The point is, he have a son who really means if they would be hated, meaning if they wouldn't be busy combing their hair in the morning when they woke out to leave the house, then they would be bigger. But this is not relevant to us because we never comb our hair in the mirror, huh? Oh, so that's a big discussion in this week's Parsha. The Hunar has been a Billah, has been a Zilpah. What does it mean he was a Nar? What's a Nar? Rabbi Yitzchak. 
Nair is a youth, a young man, a fool. Nair is usually returned, referred to as a fool. Why is he called a Nair? Frank Rashi. Why is he called a Nair? Zot Rashi. The reason why he's called a Nair is because he used to do Maisenaris. He would act like a fool, so to speak. Misakin Bisairai. He would fix his hair. So Rashi says he was, the Pasuk stresses that he fixed his hair. The reason why he did, by the way, is because he was a Melech. Yaisa was a Melech, and therefore Melech. Melech B'yayfiyai. Melech has to be beautiful, he has to look beautiful. So Melech used to fix his hair, and they didn't like it. The Peshvat didn't like it, because they didn't hold Ishmael Melech. Yehuda was supposed to Melech, which is the fight that applies throughout Kalei The two Melechim throughat Kalei was Shevet Ephraim, Shevet Yosef, and Shevet Yehuda. But Akapon, that's why he did it. But generally, a regular person doesn't have such a concept, and therefore, you do not have to spend time coming here in front of the mirror. You could just come and learn Tayyar. A person came in front of Yehuda from Nahada. She lost the din tire, so she got upset. Not everyone that loses the din tire. Always, the dying is wrong, right? If you lose the din tire, the dying is wrong. She told him, Shmuel Rabbi Chachidana. Did Shmuel, your Rabbi, would he also pass like that? Yehuda was Tamil Shmuel. Would Shmuel also pass like that? He told the Yadatala, you know Shmuel, Kilo, you, 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 you know, Shukili, you're saying over from Shul, Kilu, you know him. Amalayan, Gutsa, he's very short, Virabi Krese, he is very very fat. Ucham, he's black, Virabashina, and he's big teeth. So apparently he looked like that. That's the point of the story. Amalah, so he got upset at her. Lizuye Kas is coming to him in Mavaza Shmuel, Tihabi Ayitzabashanta. He put her in Khayim, Paka, she exploded Umesa, and she died in those days when a person was in Khayim. They saw it physically nowadays, they don't see it physically. They only say it spiritually, but that's what happened because she was mevazeh. But again, the point of the story is that Shmuel was not a a a, a, uh, a handsome individual, and still he became Shmuel, or that's why he became Shmuel. What's the bizayin? It's better to be not handsome so you can learn more. A bizayin is always where you focus. Bizayin and kavod depends on the focus. If you focus on the negative aspect, then you're being mevazeh. If you focus on the it is it's not it's definitely a better thing to be nicer. But the you only grow entire if you're beautiful. So you don't have to focus on that aspect. You focus on that aspect. It's considered a bazaar. Which is a yisoy. Lashin Haya, the pasta called, we're running a little, a drop light, which I'll tell you this inside. Lashin Haya is called Lysisa Shema Shav. It's called a Shema Shav. Why is Lashin Haya called Shema Shav? It's not true. Lashin Haya is true, right? When you say Lashin Haya about somebody that he did X, Y, and Z, it's not Shema Shav. It's not false. It's true. If it would be false, it would be Mighty Shema. Why is it called Lashin Haya? The reason why it's called false is because you're zeroing in on the one negativity that that guy has. That's false. You have to bring the whole picture. Emes means Aleph Memsaf. You bring the whole picture. Truth is, you have the whole picture. Yeah, guys, a negative chesaron. You're right. But if you zero in on that, on the one nikuda, that's false. So Mela, Yeshmuel wasn't so wasn't so handsome, but he was a great man. So if you're going to focus on that, that's considered a bizayin. And Mela, she died. Umuter bebeitza termita. He's allowed to eat a beitza termita. The Mishnah said beitza termita is something that was not eaten together with bread. My beitza termita. What is this beitza termita? Amar Shmuel, Avda David Law and Eved that knows how to make it. Shavi Alpha dinner. He's worth a thousand dinner. What do they used to do? Because it's a very expensive dish. They put it a thousand times in hot water. And a thousand times in cold water. Until it became very small. You should be able to swallow it whole. It was like the old fashioned x rays. They didn't know what was going on in a person's body. So they used to use this egg. If this, a guy has some kind of ailment inside his stomach, so it would get stuck to this egg. The Kadnafka, when it would come out, it would come out whole. The Asya, Yoda Asya, my son is boiling. The doctor would know what he needed. This is the old fashioned x ray. 
That's what he next says. These are the used to swallow this egg. But my mitzvah had a hillock. Shmuel, Shmuel was a doctor. Shmuel knew a lot about medicine. Have a bodik nafshe be kolcha. He used to be himself with kolcha, a, 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 a certain kind of plant he used to eat. And he used to pass out. He used to clean himself out with this kolcha. And he used to pass out. And his his wife, his family used to get very scared about it. Adam is satrin in shebeisi alei sarin. He used to pull out their hair because he used to pass out when he used to eat this kolcha. Again, he did such a similar concept. Tanan hasa, the Mishnah says, the halach is a worker is allowed to eat from the field that he's working on. If he does malacha and klupsin, he's not allowed to eat from b'nei sheva, a different kind of of uh, figs. You have eating one kind of, you're working one kind of figs, you can't eat from a different kind of figs. If you're eating b'nei sheva, you're not allowed to eat from klupsin. My klupsin, mina de te'ena, it's a kind of fig, the abdomen hoi lafti. They used to make a certain kind of dish out of it. So if you're eating in one, you're not allowed, if you're working in one, you're not allowed to eat from the other. You don't let it eat from what you're working on. Ogavra, there was a person, the Yav Abdel Chavre, he gave an Evan to his friend, Lagmuri Alpha Media Lifty, to teach him a thousand different dishes. Agmure Tmani Mea, he only taught him 800. So the guy got very upset because he wanted a thousand. But I could put him, you know, it's, it's the trade secret. I'm sorry, you can't reveal it. But Hamia, they, he gave it to him to, to, to learn, to teach him a thousand dishes, and he only taught him 800 dishes. So he came, brought him to the entire. As Ladina, came the Rebbe, brought him in front of the Rebbe for the entire. He only told me 800. Our father said, we forgot what Taiva is. That's what the Flush and Apostle forgot. Our father said, we forgot what Taiva is. We never saw such concepts. A person should learn so much, should have so much food, so many different kinds of foods. So the Rishonim say that Rebbe meant to say that he's not chayev. If he taught him 800, 800 is enough. You don't have to teach him 1,000. 800 is more than enough to be considered as if you made him a gourmet chef. <laughs>